Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Season 2 of Men's Seats Exposed. We are going to go deep into questions, answers, and we're going to warn you that a lot of these episodes are going to be 18 and up because we have a lot more questions this season for Season 2 that are going to be sexually related and a lot of confessions that are going to be private. Enjoy this new season of Men's Secrets Exposed, season number two. Very emotional, too emotionally charged. No, hard-headed. Hard-headed, you gotta put that down. Okay, so... Alright, so I meet with... Say I meet up with a, with a lady. We're cool, okay, cool. I said, listen, I'm cool, we're cool, you're cool. I don't want nothing serious. We see each other, we see each other. I don't ask you no questions, you don't ask me no questions. She said, okay, cool. And she's cool with that for the first two or three encounters. Then we start getting the soul conversation. So what is this? So what are we? So where is this going? So what do you call me? So am I going to meet your family? Now, ain't nothing changed in his point of view. Because he told her up front. Except that she started bonding. Except that she started emotionally and probably biologically bonding with you. I understand. So now her emotions change. And again, I get it. a man I understand. don't know how to deal with a woman. No, stop, stop, stop. Stop. No, it doesn't no. Stop. You can't. Stop. You now can't. Because her feelings have changed, she wants to define. Are you bonding too? Are you feeling differently yet? Hello? Hello? Are you feeling differently? Yeah. Are you feeling what I'm feeling? You can't ask me a you can't you can't ask me a question and then get mad at the answer. I'm not mad at the answer. I'm just providing context for people to understand. When yes. you're labeling and thinking crazy, you, crazy is you ask somebody trying to figure okay. something out. Pause, rewind. You asked the question, why does a man use the word crazy when he's describing a woman? Okay, go ahead. Right or wrong? You're right. Go right here. That's what you asked me. What crazy is. So I'm telling you. you (laughs) I'm telling you whether that's a right or wrong answer, I'm answering your question. So in his mind, you are absolutely answering the question. In his mind, you are absolutely answering the question. Go right ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> answer. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Here's a better example, right? Uh, you send somebody to the store. You tell them I'm get. Just waiting on you to say she's such a tire than. Nope. I ain't gonna say all that. You send somebody to the store. And hijack your passport. Your phone. I ain't saying all that. I ain't getting into all that. You send somebody to the grocery store. You say, go pick up eggs, bread, and milk. Okay? Mm -hmm. They come back with cheese, two liter, and, you know, cookies. And you say, what happened to the egg, bread, and milk? Oh. Well, I wanted to get this instead. But I told you I wanted egg, bread, and milk. Yeah, but I wanted this, though. Okay. But okay, so, so she's not 
Jesus to submit to your authority and leadership. No, it's not even so a question. She doesn't submit to pause. your authority and leadership and she's crazy. No, pause. I'm just trying to make it simple. No. Actually, from a man's but point you of said view. Yes. Because he said it here's the deal. The situation for a female may change. I've been doing this podcast enough to know that. And I understand, and I've heard that from probably seven or eight different female co-hosts. Now, I'm an educated man, so I understand, okay? I know, I've got common sense now. It wasn't common at first, but I got common sense now. To know good and damn well, if you have sex with a woman two or three times, she can say it's not emotional, but it's still going to start getting emotional. I've got common sense. i got common sense. I know that, Okay. Most men want to still believe different. And the reason why they want to believe different is because men are not necessarily made that way. Right. So the shocking news that a lot of women find hard to believe because they're not made the same way a man is, is that if a man, you know, I'm sure you've heard how men have compartmentalized brains. Okay. Yeah. And we have the, we have the boxes. Okay. If a man puts a woman in a box, of she goes in the sex only box and there's no emotion there she stays in that box Uh he doesn't move her out of the box that box doesn't connect to other boxes it's in that box that's that's where it's at so regardless of the emotional bond she might feel two three four times in and she starts Uh having these ideas of where could this go is he into me Blah, blah 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 and all that in his point of view, it hadn't changed from that box. And here she is in the box, and she's trying to lift the lid and come out of the box. And he doesn't understand. Why are you trying to come out of the box? Put you in the box. You said sex only. Everybody agreed to sex only. It's supposed to be in the box. It's supposed to be sex only. Sex only box. Now you're trying to leave the box after I told you you're going in the sex only box, and you agreed to go in the sex only box. Now you want to change the rules. Right. Well, I'm not, right. I'm not changing the rules because I agreed to these terms. Well, now you want to change the rules. And when some women, when the man doesn't agree to the new rules, how do they react? She's crazy. Does she drive by his house? Does she drive by his house unannounced? I think so. She got the best of all life. So. So when you asked her, uh huh. So when you so so uh huh. So he put her in the box and he said everything was cool. Everybody agreed. Supposed to be cool, man. We supposed to be cool. Supposed to be in the sex only box. He's in the box, sex only box, and it has nothing to do with my mom and has nothing to do with my kid. It's gonna do with my job, sex only box. Sex only box, sex only box is on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Why is she trying to come over on Saturday? You know, when she hits me up on Friday, says what? Well, when she hits me up on Friday and says, "What are you doing Saturday?" and I say, "I'm busy," and she goes, "Who are you busy with?" What? This is violating the rules of the box. 
this doesn't make sense to a man. Man says, what the hell is this? This is in the box. And this is in Tuesday, Thursday, sex only box. Why is she asking what I'm doing on Friday? Okay. <laughs> now, your last question, what does it mean when he says he wants peace and no drama? Mm -hmm. That's actually a really easy answer. Okay. So, Michael, you are kind of your agency. You have amazing women, and um, they work for themselves for about six months. What is it that you're looking for in a woman? I'm not in hard to please. I just want peace and no drama. I mean, I'm drama free. I just want peace and no drama. You're a nice to by yourself. I can answer that really easy. It's real simple. It goes back to a simple hardwiring of men. If a man's into a woman, he's got one primary function. He only has one primary function. He just wants her to be happy. So when a man says peace and no drama, now what that means, that means like sometimes it means he don't want her to complain about every little thing that's making her mad or annoying her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He don't want to hear everything that's wrong with him because he's not fixing himself fast enough for her. Okay. That's what he means when he says peace and no drama. Okay. As simple as the phrase is, <laughs> he just wants her to be cool. He just wants her to be happy okay. with what is going on and not complain. And not complain about him or not complain about, you know. I mean, sometimes, and I mean... I, I've educated myself a little bit, so I'm a little different. You know what I mean. Most men, when they hear a woman, <laughs> most men when they hear a woman complaining, they hear her complaining about everything, and it's all. Remember that box? It's all in the same box. So even though she's complaining okay. about losing her parking space at Target, and it's got nothing to do with him, what he hears in his primitive caveman brain is woman's unhappy. And then he, a lot of men feel like they failed. Or she got drama. So he with, yes. Feel like yes. Because his primary function is for her to be happy. And so she's not happy. She feels like he failed. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Most men feel like that. And when men, wow. and when, when men, and when, and now, will you admit that there are some women? So, <laughs> this is a riddle that I've asked a group of women, and it's funny because they all get quiet, right? Do you agree in the phrase that, um, that comical phrase some people say, a woman's never happy? You, you believe in that? You, you've heard that before? What's the first part? What kind of woman is never happy? A woman is never happy. Some women are never happy. 
Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Okay. Have you heard that some women don't know what they want? Yeah. Okay. Have you heard that some women want what they can't have? Yes. Okay. So if we put all three of those together and we had a group of 100 women, how many women would that apply to? Honestly? Yeah. It's probably going to be like 98. Exactly. Now, I'm going to take what you just said, right? Every one of those situations, a man feel like he failed. Okay? So if what you said is true, then how can happy wife, happy life ever be true? That is just such a beautiful, beautiful point. It's a real point. That's a beautiful point. And I believe in my work, we work hard to work with women to understand reality versus fantasy uh-huh. versus what she's really there for versus what you need your friends for uh-huh. or your family. Because for some reason, women feel like once they get involved in a relationship that he even though he says, I want my best friend, you know, that, that he really meant it the way we mean a best friend. But as you said a million times, we're, we're wired differently. So he's not really saying, I want to do and be everything to you. Um, but women interpret that. And so when they feel like he's not being the best friend and doing everything that we think in our head a best friend should be or a, a man should be to us, then we are on that perpetual uh, treadmill of trying to beat it into him in some kind of way with our attitude, our emotion, our behavior, our thinking, what we will and will not do. Um, because I think we really, really feel like once he takes us on, that he's supposed to be my everything. And I feel like if we understood the book Amelia Bedelia, he cannot be your everything. Yeah. Where I just stand properly. I don't know. Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, I do. I do agree with that. Some man can. Some man. Some man can take that on if a man knows himself and he knows his limits and he knows what he can and can't do. Let me tell you. For me, when I came to the realization several years ago that I am not responsible for somebody else's happiness. Sure. Now that doesn't mean that I should contribute to their misery. Right. Right. But I'm not responsible for my woman's happiness. She's in charge of her own happiness. Yes. And when when I understood that pressure left me because that feeling of I mean, I mean, you know, when a guy's trying to when it let me tell you, when a guy flops on the couch and he's got his cup or whatever he's drinking. And he's just ready to turn his brain off. He wants to look across at the woman he's attracted to. Woman he he can't wait to see. And he wants her just to be chill. And when he looks across at her and he's ready to chill, he's ready to veg out, right? And she's complaining about weeds in the in the garden or weeds in the flowers. And the garage needs to be cleaned. And 
she really ain't trying to deal with her sister right now. Her sister's full of drama. And uh, it, he just wants to show, he's like, oh, shit. Because it goes against the primary directive. He just wants to be happy. He needs to be cool, man. Sit back and be cool. That's when he says that. That's what he means. And then, of course, there are the other group of women that, you know, um, I mean, I got a best friend. He he he's one of those people. He stri- he strives in conflict. I mean, he 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 is a man that strives in conflict. Meaning, like, if things are good and everything is good, and there's no chaos and there's no 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 tension. Yes. Yes, and he's he's admitted that. I pointed out to him. I said, "Man, why you do that?" He's like, "Man, fuck, I don't know, man. I was cool, man. I don't know, man. Just, I said, yeah." I said, "You striving conflict? Something, something about because they're missing adventure in a fulfilled life. When you don't have a fulfilled life, it's challenging to really have a stable, loving life. Well, when your life is." mundane and you don't have adventure in it you create drama well, he, drama is the he, vibration of he, adventure he um that makes a lot of sense because of his because of his career he did he was military done a couple things did a couple tours in Iraq I think did a tour in Afghanistan okay and I've heard from other people that are adrenaline junkies firefighters police officers they're in that high tension almost you know life or death situation they get so used to it when it's calm yeah they don't know how to act that ain't normal right that ain't normal (laughs) you know they don't they don't they don't know how to act so and it's funny because he got out of a situation he transitioned out of his job where he went not as you know boots and gun and he went more into a leadership role where he's supervising more soldiers he doesn't have that tension, so that makes sense that he right. sometimes sometimes that gets created when he's not working because he's. I mean, and the thing is, he's had it. He's been like that since he was like seventeen. Mm. So he does. He doesn't know any other way. So he's wired for that. Right. Wired. Right. Right. He doesn't know any other way. He doesn't know any other way. And that's the same with women. Exactly. So when you hear a guy, and I'm giving you some translation here, when a cat comes to you and he's talking about, man, I just, I'm cool. I don't want no drama, man. I just want peace, man. I just want to be cool. Let me translate what he's saying. He's saying, I want to be in a relationship. I'm excited to see her. She's excited to me, see me, and she's not complaining about everything. She's not. But can we get a little bit? What is the alternative? So if she's not complaining, but okay, you know, you know, we all have our, uh, we call it deal breakers, or, you know, sometimes a little match in terms of what aggravates you the most, a little match, but mm-hmm. okay, but it, it, we're not fighting over little things, but if there is something that's really scary that's taking her and, and is challenging her and is challenging her, feeling a certain type of way, how should she approach him? She should just, the difference is this, is one thing to say it 
you know, something happens Thursday afternoon and you you got to unload it Thursday night, okay, cool. Right? But when something happens and you angry when y'all leave church on Sunday and then there's the Monday blues and then something pops off on Tuesday and then she's mad about the garage on Wednesday and then Thursday her sister got on her nerves and then Friday ain't nothing planned for Saturday so she's complaining because y'all don't go out a lot and then you take her out on Saturday and she don't know why you picked that restaurant because it ain't her favorite. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Now, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Huh? Did I just... Did, That's so real. That's yeah? so real. It's real. Right. It's real. And a lot of that, and I'm gonna say, and a, and a lot of that is is God's fault, because I agree one thousand percent with what you said. Men need to take it on themselves to understand how to soothe and how to really listen, and most men don't do that, because men, when we communicate, we communicate at face value. Or we just we hear raw emotion, and when we hear raw emotion, we react. Men need to take it's, that's if that's that's a man's fault. But men are lazy, and men are stupid. And instead of that man taking time, and sometimes to we think we are communicating, and we're not. Sometimes we think we are the best communicators as women, but we are absolutely not. We are not specific. You guys are hearing this specific. We're not specific. We talk all the generals and we tell stories. Right. I've taken time to try to educate myself and to be better about that. Because I hated that feeling of like, of like, like, damn, what's wrong now? Like, damn, what, what, what the, what's now? Oh, I should have Man, why can't it's you? It's like, it feels like you're getting ready to get in trouble, like you're at home. Like this kid, you're in trouble, you're doing dishes, right? Or something like that. You feel that trepidation? Is that what it feels like? Exactly. Wow. That's enlightening. That's enlightening. Maybe 10 years listen to this. And. That's enlightening. I mean, then, we'll, you know, does a guy going to be excited about that? No, hell no. He's going to run. So that's why he's running for you. And let me tell you, you said something about a deal breaker. You said something about a deal breaker earlier, right? Right. Okay. If you sit down and you're in your matchmaking session, you're like, what are you looking for? We have a database full of uh, nice, upwardly mobile women that, you know, are, you know. And you, Listen, man, I just want some peace. I ain't trying to have no drama. I'm a cool dude. If that's the first thing he's saying out of the gate, that's pretty much that should be communicating to you that's a deal breaker because basically what he just said if you sit down with a dude and you're going through your opening you know spiel you can match him and the first thing mm-hmm. first thing that really falls out of his mouth is man I want I just want peace man I want no drama 
I'm telling you, that's a that's an indicator to you. That's a deal breaker. That means he's got a short fuse and a short amount of patience to deal with it. Okay. Because that's the first thing coming out of his mouth. Now me he's on the other Yes. Yes. Exactly. You know. Me, when I was really out there in the dating scene, and I'd sit down with you and you're like, well, I, I would have told you straight up, like, uh, if she got kids under 16, no, pass. That's a deal breaker. That would, well, not in the so much, well, I'm, uh, kind of sugarcoating. I wouldn't say it was. Like, you said, you like, pass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I mean, because I because I know my temperament. Okay. Right, exactly. And 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 it's and it's not her fault. It's not her fault that she has a ten year old, and we were supposed to do something Thursday, and she hits me with the old famous. You won't believe it. Timmy's not feeling good, so I had to cancel. We could do something Saturday though. I don't have the patience for that, and I know that about myself. So as opposed to getting myself and all that worked up and all that. I ain't getting no like I ain't doing all that I'm gonna be like okay cool I'm not gonna allow that opportunity to get myself upset I'm just gonna be cool and say okay and I ain't dealing with it I just know that about me so when a guy and this is something that could be a takeaway for any women listen to this you go out on a first date second date you can ask I say you got any pet peeves what are your pet peeves the first two or three things he tells you, pretty much, you just pretty much, pretty much consider deal breakers. And he's telling you that, like, straight up, up front. Okay. So if he's saying that up front, then he's telling you. That means that, you know. But like I said, men they gotta they gotta take the time to understand that, you know what they're listening to her complaining about her day may not be complaining not that she's complaining about you mm-hmm. you know or her complaining about you know uh, the house isn't spotless isn't complaining about the house what she really could be complaining about is the fact that she's uncomfortable knowing that her mom's going to come and her mom's going to judge her house But I'm one of those men that I took time to educate myself and what that really means. Gotcha. That makes sense. But most well, this men have been amazingly productive. <laughs> but most men ain't gonna do that. Most men be like, man, damn, just fucking be nice, man. Just who cares, you know? That's what most men want to say. <laughs> you know. Enjoy. So. Well, I think you answered all my. I hope I did. I hope I made it as simple as I can. So. Did good. And so, God bless her time. <laughs> men, 
Men, my fellas, you got to take the time to really, really educate yourself in listening and understand what she's really complaining about. You know, and sometimes too, that whole drama thing is like, you know, a woman's causing friction because she's not getting her way. Because she's not what? Getting her way. Oh. So, that's that. We're getting ready to sign off. You have any closing thoughts? If you have not had the opportunity to educate yourself and to grow in the area of relationships and dating um, and finding the one, then that's probably a good indicator that it's time to focus, have some real focus and education and coaching in that area. Because everything we're good at will talk to us. Um, some things are get. But everything we're good at, we've had a mentor, we've been schooled on. And so love, to win in love, you have to be schooled. Um, and so I would absolutely ask you to reflect and think about how far you've gotten and what your love life has been like. And if it's not bullish, um, I would love to support you, have me and my team support you in that area. We do life coaching, date coaching, and matchmaking services. And so it's rough out here, especially when you're not having the right tools and the right understanding and the right support. Let us be that for you at Plus Five of Love Matchmaking Agency. And I have thoroughly enjoyed our banter. Uh, this has been amazing, eye-opening, and uh, I really, really, have internalized by some, some things that you said. Thank you for this opportunity. You're welcome. I always just say that we need to speak. Well, I appreciate you being a co-host today. Um, we're gonna throw up. Um, I'll have her throw. We're gonna put up links uh, in uh, the episodes. We'll probably get three parts out of this show. Um, we'll put up all her okay. links so that way you can look at the episode notes and go to her website, send her a direct message, put up her Facebook handle, or I'm sorry, Facebook, listen to me, her Instagram handle. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll put up all her, we'll put up all her social links. So we're going to sign off for this time. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate your support. Want to give a shout out. We have a big listenership for some reason right now in Poland. Give a big shout out to Poland. Poland, thank you all for listening. Um, Slovakia, our listenership in Australia is going up. Thank all of you all for listening. We appreciate it. We're signing off for right now. We'll tune in next time. Thank you and goodbye. If you have a question, please send it in. Go to DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. This has been a Pick a Card production adventure. Thank you for listening. Edited by Logan Dunbar, sound supervisor, Logan Dunbar, additional editing by Gabriel Rattori. For more information, go to DwayneHill.com or PickACardPro.com.